Hey everyone, this is Mike Andes, and you're listening to the Business Bootcamp Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about something I feel is very important as you scale a business and as you start a business that you focus on not what you're going to do or how you're going to do it, but why you do it. Before we get into the show, though, I want to say a big thank you to a sponsor, which is FreshBooks. And I know a lot of you have already done this, but go to freshbooks.com slash bootcamp if you haven't already. Try out the free 30-day trial that they're offering all of us listeners. And all you have to go is, go is freshbooks.com slash bootcamp. You don't have to put your card information. Just put your email in for your username, and you can try it out for 30 days. The reason I like FreshBooks is, and I was reminded of this yesterday when I was talking to a, a client, uh, one of the consulting clients, and they they were they were talking about all the different software that they're using for their business for different aspects of taking payments, invoicing, scheduling, etc. And literally, this individual was she was using probably like four to five different software packages and just for different functions of her business. And I was able to get her set up on FreshBooks and show that, hey, instead of having four or five different software packages, and they were costing her over $300, like once you put them all together, just just her, the, the routing one was like 75 bucks a month. And so she was gonna. It was she was going down to like you know, like sixty or seventy bucks a month with FreshBooks. She has a whole bunch of employees. Had a bunch of integrations and things like that. But saving like sixty percent, and then combining all of those software packages into one, and what really allows it to be more seamless too, and just be more cohesive. And you're able to get data from different types of of software, but then all integrate it really seamlessly on FreshBooks. So that's why that's why I like FreshBooks. It has so many integrations that you don't have to have all these different software packages and different apps. And like the, the individual I was talking to had like all these apps and things that they were literally trying to find as I was talking to them. I'm like, you really need to get this whole a uh, little little uh, easier to use. And so that's why I love FreshBooks. Check it out today. If you want a free 30-day trial, freshbooks.com slash bootcamp. And the how did you hear about a section put in business bootcamp podcast. Now, today I'm talking about the why of your business. And if you've listened to Simon Sinek and you've listened to The Power of Why, his book, or you've listened to other Simon Sinek speeches, his TED Talk, things like that, you have heard this before. And the reason I'm talking about this is because it's a book that I recently heard. I don't ever read books. I listen to them. But uh, I listened to The Power of Why by Simon Sinek. And he talks about really the basic gist of the entire book is that it's like a three-ringed circle, the cent- or like, like a target, I guess I kind of look at it as, as like a target. Uh, if, if you look at like a bowing, a bow, uh, what are they called? Target practice or what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like they shoot bow and arrows and they shoot them at targets. And in the middle is like the bullseye. Then you got a ring outside of that and another ring outside of that. And with the center of, or sorry, with the outside layer of that target is, is the what. It's the what you do. So if, for instance, if someone asks you, hey, what do you do for work? You would tell, for, for instance, I would probably say something like landscaping and lawn care. Um, then inside of the what circle, inside of that ring, closer to the bullseye, but the next ring in is the how. How do you do what you do? And then... The, the, the center, the bullseye of the, of the target, the center ring is the why. And what Simon Sinek and the power of why the book kind of talks about is focusing on the why is what separates so many brands from so many others. For instance, Apple, they have a clear why. 
they their their why is think different it's be different it's 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 be young it's be fresh it's be uh be hip it's uh, uh it's an it's something that people can identify with and they their i brand identity their why is to go change the world like apple uh apple's late late found co-founder and founder was was Steve Jobs and he he said he said that his his mission in life was to make a ding on the universe and it wasn't to make a a better software it wasn't to make a, a faster computer or a smaller device or a thinner phone it was to make a ding on the universe and you know apple's identity till till now at least and especially uh you know it some people might say this is waning but in general the past decade especially the last couple decades they have proven themselves to be a brand that focuses on the why and they, the reason they are so success, successful with their products, regardless of what industry it is, whether it be music or whether it be video editing, whether it be pictures, uh, social network stuff, uh, now they're going into TV and things like that, like a different, regardless of what type of hardware it is, tablets, phones, iPods, computers, the list goes on and on, laptops just goes on, right? iTunes, massive for them. Uh, like, regardless of what industry they've kind of broken into, they've completely revolutionized the the music industry with iTunes. The reason it's been successful is because their brand has continually been anchored in, and their its foundation has been rooted in the why of their business to change the world, to be a part of someone that's different that doesn't fit in with the status quo. And that's why, especially probably 10 years ago, I say they really were super affiliated with like the millennials, that generation that was coming up. And now as that demographic has aged and become the working class in, in white collared, white profession, uh, white uh, collared professions, uh, because of that, now they're become much more mainstream with their computers, things like that. But it, especially, you know, 10 years ago, as they were really getting popular with say computers, in, for instance, uh, it was a, a thing of a pride to have that Apple logo on the back of your laptop. And that thing that would glow, it would light up and, and instantly people that would see you would associate you with the brand. And when I say the brand, I mean the why of Apple, the, the change, the being different, the, the, the entire identity of the brand was wrapped up in the why the company existed. And I think so oftentimes as small business owners, it's easy to look at companies like Apple and Microsoft and these big, massive companies and say, well, well, they're big and they can have a why and they can have a bigger mission. They can have a, a something bigger beyond just what they sell or what they what their service business is. And for some people, they think it's silly to kind of think in terms of having a bigger purpose or plan or dream for your company. And But after reading this book, I, I really took it to heart. I, the examples in the book are things like, for instance, you look at Dell Technologies, a computer company that was at one point in time the leading industry, the leader in the industry of laptops and personal computers, and they failed to really go into things like phones, uh, personal music devices, computers. They still do a lot of computers, but now their market share has been completely eaten up by Samsung, Toshiba, all these other brands. Basically because Dell doesn't have a why. When you think of Dell, you think of a computer brand. You look at their brand at their uh at their uh their ads and it's how what the CPU is and the frame rates and the pixels on their computers. It's not the why. It's not portraying the why of the business. And I think it, we as humans buy because of the why. 
We make our decisions based on the why. We make our, what we're going to eat, what we're going to buy, what we're going to use, who we're going to associate ourselves with, and our identity based upon the why behind the movement. Whether that movement be a brand, a product, whether it be a social movement, whether it be some sort of cause or political agenda, we associate ourselves with the why. Not so much the person, not so much the product, not so much the service, but the why it's happening. And that's why you know, many people can very valid, validly argue that Apple doesn't have the best products, doesn't have the fastest computers or the best software or hardware. And things are glitchy. Things break easier. Like, like there's so many, but yet there's a cult-like following that follow the brand because Apple thinks different and Apple wants to change the world. And regardless of what industry they try to break into, they're easily able to go into different industries and, and break them up because it aligns with the think different and change the world. Whereas Dell, they tried to go into phones, they tried to go into personal devices, and it just didn't work. Because why? Dell was a computer company. Dell, was, wasn't, Dell, Dell wasn't out to change the world or change industries. They were just, if they were going to go in the phone market, it was only because they were trying to get some market share, make money. There was no why. Like, why would Dell go into the, go into the, the personal phone business? Well, they're a computer company. There was no clear why Dell existed and why they would go after a phone, a phone uh, industry. Why would, they, why would they create cell phones? They're a computer company. And so... Looking at large companies like that, and that's easy to see that in Apple and Dell and these other type of corporations. But now let's boil that down to small businesses and what what it can mean for us. And so to give you an example, I'm going to tell you, I really have been thinking about, you know, what's my why for our business, Augusta Lawn Care Services? What's my why? What's my how? And what's my what? You know? And so I really, I'm taking that perspective of that target, the center and the ring on the outside of the how and the what on the outside. And it's so true. So oftentimes, it's very easy to describe what we do. It's very hard to describe how we do it sometimes, but it's very, very difficult sometimes to really boil down why you do what you do, why you sell your products, why you created this business. What's the purpose? What's the, what's the driving force behind the business? And it's got to be beyond some monetary uh, or it's, and, and it can't be some airy fairy. We want to uh, make the world a better place or we want to uh, like, it can't be generic. It can't be things like in, using words that are so uh, vague, like we're going to be integrity. We're going to have integrity or we're going to be honest or we're going to be the biggest company. It shouldn't be tied to those things. Like if Apple came out and said, uh, our mission is, or, or like their slogan was the biggest iPhone, the biggest phone carrier in the US, or the biggest phone distributor or manufacturer in the US, that wouldn't have caught our, our emotions, that wouldn't have caught our feelings as much as think different by Mac. Like there was, a, there's, there wouldn't have caught us our attention as much if, if there would have said five gigabytes of, of hard drive as much as when Steve Jobs came out with the iPod and said 1,000 songs in your pocket. Those were things that were, were aligned with the why of the company. And so I was thinking about my company and what, what our, our why, how, and what is. And so for our what, I'm sorry, let's start at the middle, the why, the why, the center of the rings, the middle one. So our why is to revolutionize the level of professionalism in the landscaping industry and employ team members that are inspired by the work they do. Our how, 
that next layer outside of that is we're going to create 200 small businesses via franchising and employ 2,000 team members across our company network of franchisees. Uh, and then number, number three, that last ring, that outside ring of, of the circles is the what. And this, is one, this one's a little easier. Create a systemized business that proficient... Sorry, let's take this back. This is what, but this is the what. This is what is the kind of the day-to-day grind of what a business owner does. And this is what so oftentimes we get wrapped up in, all right? The what. And this is what my what is when I boiled it down. Create a systemized business that promotes efficiency and professionalism from a team of staff that are constantly seeking improvement. So my why for our business is revolutionize the level of professionalism in the landscaping industry and employ team members that are inspired by the work they do. It's concrete, number one. And number two, it's bigger than life. When I can use that why statement to motivate my people, I can use it to motivate clients. In our most recent uh, uh, marketing piece, in the marketing piece, I say, that there are plenty of other landscaping companies, good landscaping companies in our county. I acknowledge that. I say we aren't perfect, but we are better than we were six months ago, and we're going to be even better in six more months. And the why, I, I, in, in, in the marketing piece, I put why in caps. I put why does Augusta exist? You know, there's plenty of other good landscaping companies in our county, but why do we exist? I put our why. I put that we plan, our team wants to revolutionize the level of professionalism in the landscaping industry and employ team members that are inspired by the work they do. If you can really get focused on the why of your business and focused on why the company was started and what is the end goal, what is the dream, what is the finish line for your company, It'll not only motivate you as the owner to go after something bigger than yourself. It'll motivate your people to stay with, stay with you long term. If they know the end goal, if they know why the company is there, not just what they do on a day-to-day basis, not just how they're going to do it, but why they do it. Why you come to work as an employee at your company? Think about this if you're a business owner. Why would anyone want to come to your work? Well, you say, because I pay them. Money in and of itself is not a sufficient why. It will be sometimes a very good, because uh, if, if, if it's necessary for them to obviously pay their bills and, and get through life and all of that. But if another opportunity comes along that pays more money and the only reason they come to work, the only why they come to work, if, if someone came up to them at a cocktail party or at a birthday party and said, why do you go to work? And they said, well, I got to pay the bill somehow. That their why is coming is coming to work based because of a paycheck and that's all fine and good and that will keep people for a period of time and temporarily and for some businesses that might work but if you want to keep people long term eventually if they're good people they're going to be they're going to be offered more money somewhere else there's going to be other opportunities they are going to get your competitors going to come along and offer them more money but if you have a solid why that when someone asks them why do you go to work and they respond I'm going to change our industry's professionalism level and I want to have a team. I want to work with a team that's inspired by the work they do. It's something bigger than themselves. It's something for them to strive to and achieve towards beyond money 
and beyond just coming to work to pay the bills. If you want people in your organization to be inspired, to be going after something bigger, to be putting, if you want people that are willing to sacrifice beyond just their eight to five and not to be someone that punch, punches in and punches out, someone that punches in and punches out and there for a paycheck, they're not going to be someone that's going to sacrifice. They're not going to be someone that's going to pull together for the team when they when the company's in a bind. They're going to be the individual that just jumps ship and will go and get money from somewhere else. Why? Because their why is tied to the money, the paycheck. It's not tied to the company. It's not tied to the purpose or the mission or the goals of the company. And so what you have to do is find a why that aligns perfectly. I think this is one thing that Simon didn't talk about. The why has to align for a business between three intersections. You as the business owner with you know interest in the financial, whatever it is, then your people, your employees, and then the, the customer, the end consumer of your product or service. And the why needs to suffice all three categories. So I know that if my why is achieved, and we do revolutionize the level of professionals in the landscaping industry, and we employ team members that are inspired by the work they do, I know that financially we'll get taken care of. I'll be able to achieve the goals that I want to do. I'll be able to make an impact. We'll be able to uh, help other businesses be started via the franchising model. All of that will be taken care of. From the employee standpoint, they have something, because remember, I'm talking about three different aspects. You as the owner, your employees, and then your cl- customers, they all need to intersect at the why. The why is the intersection between those three parties, and they need to, the why needs to answer and appeal to all three segments. So the why for an employee, if, if they're going to come to work and be inspired, that's, you know, they'd rather do work that they're inspired to do than just menial this, come to work to punch, punch the punch clock or whatever you want to call it, you know, punch in and out. Uh, and they're going to be able to revolutionize a, an industry, an industry that isn't professional. We're going to make it professional. That's for the employees. Then for our customers, I, had, I like in, the, in our last marketing, marketing piece, I, I specifically went after the fact that, hey, there are lots of other options. We have plenty of competition, but we want to revolutionize the professionalism level. And we're not just going to have team members that are just there to work and they're going to be you know rude, disrespectful, and unprofessional. They're going to be inspired by the work they do and love coming to work, working on the business, working on becoming more efficient. They're going to love the team environment and so that when they interact with the, with the consumer, the customer, they are going to be not just inspired by the work they do, but if they are inspired by the work they do and they are a part of a team that's professional, that's, that's great service now to the end consumer, the customer. And so I really feel that your why has to bring those three parties together. Number one, you could say the stakeholders, that's usually you as the business owner. And then that's like financially and where you want the company to do and your personal interest, what the company, how it should be serving you. That is one very key important part. Then employees, your team, how, how does the why directly pull them in? Then how does the customer, how are they attracted to your company because of the why? Apple's why, think different and, and to change the world. Appealed to, obviously, Steve Jobs, that was his ethos, and the, the, the co-founding, you say the owner of the business. Then, but then to the employees, they could have easily gotten money, more money from Microsoft or some other flashy company like Google, a similar tech company, but yet they stayed with Apple because they were changing the world. And so famously, Steve Jobs got their CEO on many years ago uh, when he said when he, he was previously the uh, CEO of PepsiCola, and then 
uh, he wanted, essentially Steve Jobs wanted him to become CEO of Apple. And so he asked him, he said, do you want to be selling sugar water the rest of your life? In other words, he was saying the why of working as CEO of Coca-Cola is you make sugar water. Or do you want to come to Apple and change the world? That's what brought that, you know, that key hire on. And that's why for your people, if you want good people, you've got to have a solid why. You've got to have, you've got to have a purpose, a mission. It's beyond just a mission statement that goes on to, off onto things like integrity and we're going to act by some code of ethics. You've got to have something that's inspiring, something that's actionable, something that, that is bigger than life that will get people inspired. And then lastly, obviously, you know, think different and change the world appeals to the people in our generation that want to be different, that don't want to fit in with everyone else. And so that's why it works so well for Apple. So I just use Apple as an example, but uh, I hope, I hope that this will literally just take a piece of paper out and really ask yourself, what do we do? What do we do at our business? How do we do it? And I can guarantee it's going to take you a few more minutes to answer the question, why do we do what we do? Thank you, everyone. You've been listening to the Business Bootcamp Podcast. I'm Mike Andes. And as usual, be great. Nothing else.